What? It's a cold open. Is that what we're doing? I mean, you can figure, you can make it creative as you want to, but I, I mean, I thought it was fine. No, I'm deleting that. <laughs> Just bleep it out or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that you're there's no me a ambiguity lob to what you just said. I thought, I thought I thought you were giving me a lob. I thought you were just like, hey, all right, go towards the rim. I thought that's what you were doing. I it wasn't. What type of lob is that? That's like you running from the half court line. Think I'm throwing a lob up to you? Like no, I was just taking a shot. <laughs> well, I uh, I thought you saw my comedic brain working. I thought we had like a twin thing going on. No, we didn't. I don't think she's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's referring to the dog. Like, the dog. as like Because that's what they're... It's medical. Medically. Yeah. It's medically. That's what what they're referring to. Scientifically? Yeah, professionally. That's what they're referring to. Physiologically. (laughs) Yeah. Geographically, they're known as bitches. (laughs) Astrophysically, it's bitches. (laughs) Yeah, metamorphosically... They're known as uh, as bitches. Yeah. Archaeological. I called your girl a bitch because I didn't know what her name was. <laughs> All right. So this is the No Relation Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You heard I was beefing with some rappers. You heard I was selling packs. Why'd you like a trapper? You heard I got a new deal. Why'd you own his masters? You heard I be living on the edge of mass backwards. Tuh. Mind your fucking business, bitch. I'm out here and I'm getting rich. You can't pay your membership for Equinox. That's fucking sick. Wonder who I'm fucking with. Just know that she's sucking dick. We crazy in love and she loving it. Yeah. Evil lies, evil lies. Keep me on my tiptoes when I tiptoe around town. Uh, leave my head down from the silly lies, silly lies. Stay on my ear nose, my tiptoes stay dry. Uh, I got reason to leave you the sheets and please believe me. Busy doing things I can't get into. Scheming with sleazy and silly as folks that could be detrimental. Saying, oh man, fuck all that mentality. Yep. Uh, hot start. This uh, this is Alex. <laughs> this is Joe signing on. <laughs> this is Evan. Oh, well, actually, let me rephrase that. This is Alex, formerly known as Amex Taylor. Um, hey, can that be a topic in itself that, like, why would you give yourself a nickname? We talked wait, about wait, that last week. Yeah, I, maybe we should yeah. revisit it because you're doing it again. Um, as a grown man, why are you giving yourself a nickname? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking you're about. You're in your mid-20s. You you pay taxes. <laughs> ah, I've never paid taxes. They've paid me. That's No, you're wrong. That's some broke shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just, you just listen to what the white man wants you to think. 
And that's that's more reason why you shouldn't be having that name. <laughs> Again, Amex. I mean, you're, it's Amex. Amex Taylor is not far from like Spirit Airlines mile, mileage reward <laughs> plus card Taylor. Like, how about Coles Cash Taylor? <laughs> You guys don't get it. See, it's because my name is Alex, but we're going to replace one letter with the M from Amex. So that makes you so, so it's it's just one letter away. You're That's just the, am, so you're 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 creating a nickname that is a typo is what you're saying. You fat fingered yeah, your own nickname. Yeah. What do you, what do you want me to, what do you want me to do there? I have known you Listen, for like seven years now. I'm not going to start calling you something different. <laughs> Notice none of your actual friends call you Big Cousin. I, I, I mean, are you supposed to? I don't want, I don't want the people I'm closest to to call me by my nickname. That'd be a little weird. That's fan behavior. You don't have fans. That's not true. Uh, after uh, my last show, I got a one new Instagram follower from uh, from uh, from the show, and he just stood there awkwardly next to me for the next twelve minutes, not saying anything. And so did he's you have fan. him? And did you refer him to our podcast? <laughs> oh no, absolutely not. Then what's the point of us doing this episode? Hey, okay, let's. Uh, but <laughs> Evan, I think that's a fair critique. But I'm gonna go ahead and stop you there. How many are you breaking down people's doors, lighting them up, saying, "I have a podcast. Please listen to it." Thank yes. You. No, you're not. My roommate sure doesn't know the... I do this. <laughs> <laughs> I shook hands with the governor. I told him, hey, go listen to a No Relation podcast. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Because if he would have did that, he would be. this would be his job. This would This would be his only and, and only source of income. We don't make anything off of this. It's actually more so a net negative instead of positive. I was going to say 16 cents a year is going to be tough to live on, but, uh, kids in Africa do it every year. Cap. Africa's not that bad. Y'all <laughs> you really need to meet some Africans. People aren't just sitting in the mud, swatting flies. There's stuff going, there's cities. There's my mom has lived in Africa for a year and a half. It looks lovely. She's having a better time yeah, than they, I am. They have cities, really good jobs, vibranium, um, uh, like the, the the Black Panther guy. Like they, they're out here. God damn, nigga cat. Halloween? Did, are we skip? Okay. <laughs> no, we tried that, Joe. We tried that. It's going to get cut out, but we tried. Can that. I? Can I just tell you guys about a costume I saw? <laughs> You tell me if this is the corniest shit you ever heard or if it's really hard. It was a guy wearing sweatpants and a white button-up. And in the pocket of his white button-up, he had a packet of ranch dressing. And I was like, what are you supposed to be? And he's like, I don't know, man. I just be dressing. Does it make it better or worse that his friend was wearing a necklace made of uh, Taco Bell sauces? And I asked him what he was, and he was like, yeah, shit, man, I just got the sauce. That was it. That was the that was their couple's costume, I guess. It's like a combination of, like, the worst thing i ever heard in my life. Like, never told me that story again. And it was also, like, the best, like, idea I think you've told me ever. That's exactly how I felt about it. <laughs> in the moment, I was like, I don't know if I should give this guy a hug or slap him and tell him to leave, but... Well, either way, it got a reaction out of me, and I think that was the point. So, I don't know. There's this lesbian that dresses Guy Ferrari, and that was the best thing I saw all night. 
I'll be honest. I had to take two takes because I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> she was one of the lesbians with like the spiked hair and everything. It looked just, it was like, honestly, just like, like kind of eerily similar. Hey, I stand for girls that don't go for a sexy costume. I, I'm a big fan of girls that like, I saw a girl that was, uh, she was dressed as Will Ferrell from Kicking and Screaming. And I was like, you know what? God damn it. <laughs> That's a hell of a costume right there. Because <laughs> she was like a hot blonde girl. And it's like, instead of, you know, showing that off, instead you you, you wore a tracksuit and, and sunglasses. Like, I, I fuck with that. Yeah, shout out to all the Ted Lasso costumes. <laughs> There's like, there is an unhealthy amount of them. What do you think of uh, guys going for sexy costumes? No. If if you're a man, can I just say this? <laughs> we have game later in the episode, but this is important. If you're a man and you find yourself putting on spandex in any form for your costume, just just maybe stop and rethink what you're trying to do. As a as a guy that's tried to do the sexy costume before, it's like it's not it. Like you get more play doing the funny costume than we said this on this platform uh, platform before. You get more play doing the funnier costume than the sexy costume. Define Doing sexy, sexy costume, though, because uh, technically my door costume was sexy. Yeah, but see, that was funny with a, with a sexy undertones. <laughs> I think that was spot on as far as costumes go. In fact, Evan stole my costume this year, so maybe I'll steal that from you next year since that's just open season now. Cause... Oh, no, the door market's saturated. And I, all right, so that is one thing I want to get out of here. Nigga, I started that. I started that. All you niggas is my sons wearing the door costumes. And I'm going to I'm out here saying that with my chest out. I'm on my soapbox, nigga. I'm on top of fucking billboards saying, nigga, I started the door costume with niggas. Now, I I mean, I can't speak for women, of course. You guys probably rocking with that shit. But I I started that. It was me. It was me. It was me. Joe was there. Yeah, I'll give Joe was credit. There. You, I'll give credit. Evan was there. Dude. He was my witness. All I'm saying is that, and I'm not coming after you, Evan, specifically, but I am, sort of. And that's that everybody was on their Scooby-Doo shit. I was Fred. I was Fred years ago. I was Fred a long, long time ago. He was. He was Fred. He was. I I, I told him. I took the idea from him. He inspired me. A lot of you niggas want to be Fred now. I've been Fred. I was was Fred. I was Fred before y'all niggas even remembered Scooby-Doo. I brought that shit out of the recesses of your mind. That's why you copied me. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and that, uh, let me say this real quick. Um, having a sexy Halloween co- costume is equivalent of like those like guys trying to be like all sexy and stuff on TikTok. Like it, it's cringe. Yeah, it is cringe. That and that just goes back to I mean, like it's like, have you gone to like a a bar or like a club and you look over and there's a guy that clearly like has his whole outfit was just like hand picked out. He's wearing jewelry and stuff that he wouldn't wear on a normal day. Do you guys ever see that guy actually doing any sort of work? No. Like, is that actually it, exactly? You know, it, it, it's not. It's whatever you put on never defines who you are. You know. You know what it is. It, it just. It's because you're. Not, it's clear you're not comfortable. You, wait, hold on. Stop. Are you quoting Batman? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> <laughs> Did I really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Batman? You really quoted what Rachel said to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like perfectly because I get my quotes wrong all the time. Pretty much, like it's like well, what what she say? It's like uh, what's um, it's not like what you do behind the mask. It's like what you do that defines you or something like that, or like something like that. Like, Honestly, I think it's weird that you knew where that was from off like the rip. Like it didn't take you five minutes to gather. Like I've heard that before. It's weird that you just like you understood where that was from immediately because that's from a movie that was made 26 years ago. It's crazy how y'all aren't related. (laughs) That movie was made seven years ago and I'm a virgin. So wait, the the one with Rachel in it. Yeah. All right. Hold up. Wait, wait, which one? Which Rachels? Uh, because there's two Rachels. The one, the ones. Well, uh, one was Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, um, um, sister. The one that was in the Grassi. She's in the Grassies. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take this back over. Can we can we talk about <laughs> briefly? Can we talk about briefly? You niggas need to stop being Joker. I'm I'm sorry. You you gotta stop. It didn't get you bitches seven years ago when it was relevant. It's not getting you bitches now. Stop being Joker. Don't be Halloween Phoenix Joker. Don't be fucking uh, whatever homie that's dead Joker. Just just don't, don't just don't do it anymore. Heath Ledger Joker. Stop stop stop. It's creepy, bro. It's 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 creepy. It it's creepy. a creepy costume. It is creepy. And the fact that you're still doing it seven years later is is even creepier. Um. I would like to say this. I do think blackface should come back. There wasn't that much blackface this year on Halloween, and I was kind of hoping to see some. Um, so, you know, I don't know if there was a lot of memos that went out, but if somebody some comedians, some comedians said, <laughs> said something about how like this is the uh, yearly anniversary of blackface coming back, and just like some asshole was just like, yeah, I guess he didn't get the memo from last year, but like, I mean, <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> If if somebody, if if you walked into a party and you saw a white dude in blackface and then you realized that he was dressed up as Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder, would you be upset or would you give that man a beer? <laughs> that's that's hilarious. <laughs> I honestly, that was, and that's the all right. So Tropic Thunder was nothing but a satirical like art art piece the fact that he was able to do blackface and then also get nominated for an academy award says something that's what that means that was that was incredible yeah not just that but he also got canceled like six years after the fact he, did yeah, it really by people he, that didn't he, see the movie though because that's a fantastic yeah, f- name one black person that is genuinely upset about that i got militant ass black family members and they have posters of tropic thunder on their wall because that movie's fucking hysterical Watch the movie. The movie is about like the the just the stupid links that some of these actors go. They to. literally explain it in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, it's it's literally explained like how he just dives into characters and like he got a cat. And that's the other thing is like how they find people from like fucking Australia or Great Britain to play these black ass roles from America <laughs> when you have black people in America to play these roles. That's hilarious. <laughs> The fact that they found a white man to play a black guy from Australia, that's 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 fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, that's the thing. Any I mean anybody that like is capable of fucking thinking about anything for more than 2 seconds realizes that it's literally the whole movie is the point the, the point of that is to fucking make fun of actors for being narcissistic, arrogant people. Like that's the that's the that's literally the whole plot. <laughs> 
Anyway, though, um, yeah, don't dress up as Joker is, is my advice. I also like what was the best female costume you saw where creativity was at like a, you know, like a 2%, but, you know, ass and titties out was at like a 99%. Because that's always my favorite is when a girl's like, I'm a Fruit Loop. And she's just like wearing, uh, you know, pink with fucking pasties. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Buzz Light. I saw a lot of Buzz Lightyear this year. You ever seen a girl that's like, I'm Chick-fil-A sauce, and she's just wearing, like, a mini skirt? And you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crayon. No, you're not. <laughs> you're a thought, and so that's I'll... fine, but <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, because I wasn't looking to objectify women, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even trying to – I'm not even saying I'm mad about it. I'm just saying it's my favorite thing every year. It's like, I'm a chair. <laughs> What are you talking about? You got thigh high boots on and little spaghetti strap crop top. What are you even telling me right now? I am a box of tissues. What are you saying? <laughs> Both your ass cheeks are in the wind. Like, just, it's whatever. I do want to say one time back in college, I think your girl like came to one of our, like, house parties or something like that and i think she put a bunch of paper clips to her t-shirt and said i'm a paper clip and we're like what (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) i just love especially like it was like sorority girl group costumes like we're fruity pebbles it's like no you're all just wearing like different colors it's 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 weird that i'm supposed to play along with that what are you doing but whatever, I was just I just hyped up a dude that had ranch dressing in his front pocket, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Maybe I am sexy. Yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Um, now, Guy Ferrari is the the winner for me. Um, there was a guy that looked just like Kyler Murray, and I wanted to beat his ass because <laughs> he got me nine points in fantasy this week. <laughs> And I know I can't beat up Kyler Murray, but I could beat this guy up. So that, I mean, that other than that, that's it. Oh, that's that's another yeah. thing. Halloween's Halloween is amateur hour. I don't I, I yeah. don't I don't care what anybody says. It's it's I, I'm not a fan of like going out and being around Halloween. I like to. You're not like, a fan you know, of going out on the holidays though, because you don't like going out on New Year's uh, New Year's Eve. Um, that's you're not you're not a fan of the big going out holidays. Um, that's correct. I well, I I wholly agree with that, and like the older I get, the more I agree with it because you're right. It is it is amateur hour. It's just a bunch of people that don't go out trying to like fit like fucking months worth of going out into one night, and they just make it way too extra, and it's just no fun. Everywhere's crowded and sweaty and filled with people that don't know how to drink, just bumping into you and shit. It's no fun at all. Yeah, it's no fun, and and uh, Halloween's just another case of that. Where it's just like they get all they they get all like you know close and up close and stuff like that. Your shoes get stepped on. Uh, they're always taking fucking pictures and stuff. It's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. And you get you take two shots with somebody you think is gonna be your friend all night, and turns out they just throw up all over themselves and have to go home at nine thirty. Yeah, and then it's also weird when they don't understand that. Yes, I can have nine beverages and be just fine. Exactly. Hey, I saw this clip earlier where it said that um the eighteen shots of vodka is lethal. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> what to a fucking toddler? 
I'm not even <laughs> I'm like dead ass. I'm not the type of nigga to be like, oh, look how much I can drink. That's but let's let's be serious here. <laughs> Once you acclimate your body to a certain thing, it is remarkable how much of it you can consume before it's a. Uh, because like if I have three shots of whiskey, I am on my fucking ass. I am I am big dead. But I can drink clear liquor until the fucking sun comes up and and barely <laughs> barely feel any effects of it. I'm the opposite. I can do. I can do like shots of whiskey. I could probably uh, there there was all right. So this is a younger Alex. Um, but actually, Joe, you've been with me. We used to fucking get a get a fifth and split it together. Yeah, uh, and as, we were as a light pre. We were just fine. <laughs> as yeah, a light pre. <laughs> we used to just split what was it like nine dollars each? Get a fifth, and yeah. then we would just. Well, that was the reason we did it. It was the best bang for your buck, New Amsterdam gin, and we would, you know, we would go shot for shot with it. Not a, not in a competitive way or in a look how much we can drink way. Just in a, a purely, just an academic way. Just to you know, just to kind of warm up as like a as like a. It was honestly it the. It was honestly the most like in unison thing that we've ever done, with like just nonverbal cues that we would have, uh, <laughs> just, just. Uh, <laughs> Just the teamwork and effort we would both put in on this bottle, like it would, it would always just be done. It would just always be done. We we drank that bottle like it was like it was like a requirement for work, and we just understood that that was the duty that day. Yeah, there was nothing like you and I being in separate conversations in different parts of the room, and then in unison we would just kind of make eye contact with each other and nod. <laughs> yeah, and it was always gone. There was never a drop left. Yeah, oftentimes we would. I mean, we'd need to supplement it with other things because it would run out too quickly. Yeah. Thank God we didn't end up, ever end up starting to do drugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's probably a couple of close calls, but we we really we really did good with that one. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Um, how how America can actually civilize itself. And become a more dominant superpower if they just hunker down and focus on building their military through black men. Perfect. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up. That's that's what I care about. <laughs> we got all this shit out you know, the way. That's people want to jump to Christmas. Go fuck yourself. It's Thanksgiving season, and this is the most important time of the year for me. And we've talked about this before on this podcast too. Uh, the best night to go out. In the entire year is the day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Eve is easily the best night of the year. Um, going out to nope. bars wise. Nope, nope, nope. It's that Friday. It's that Black Friday. That's the best night. No, nope. I, I say night before <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day. Well, that's the Thanksgiving yo, Day. Right, but One seriously though, the Thanksgiving bender is hard as fuck because you go crazy that Wednesday. Then you get to sleep in, wake up late that Thursday, get to eat your hangover all the way away, just sit there and watch football until, you know, that that night, probably get some sleep that night, and then Black Friday is right there. You get two days off of work. That's the only the, – the, Chris Jesus is born, and you do not get Christmas Eve off, but for some reason you get Thursday and Friday off for work on uh, Thanksgiving. It's easily the best holiday. And perfect time of year to get your best fits off, mind you. Um, I don't know, nigga. I don't got mom and dad. The fuck, I don't. The fuck, I look like celebrating this shit. Me and Evan go to Bob Evans. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of a. What's that bar looking like on Black Friday? To be honest, that's usually my, 
my go-to day to go to bar. I'm excited for Thanksgiving. I I'll be damned if uh, Christmas just steals the thunder of um, steals the thunder of Thanksgiving for me. Um, speaking of uh, speaking of uh, the, the the U.S. as a dominant world power, uh, do you see Elon Musk is trying to uh, end world hunger? By what what he's got you know get a fleet of burrito trucks that are Teslas. What's uh what's the plan there? He tweeted out that if um he has six uh six billion dollars of Tesla stock that he'll put towards ending world hunger, if the United Nations comments on his tweet saying publicly where they will disperse that money and it has to be into public like trading so the everyone is able to see where the money goes so he has said that he will put the money up to end world hunger i didn't which uh, we all know elon musk the pump fake so yeah i was about to say i didn't even need to hear you finish the as soon as you said the un has to tell them where they got to disperse that that's not <laughs> all right so that was fun elon <laughs> now you get to say well, like I, oh i could end world hunger but these people only won't let me yeah okay yeah as soon as you said elon musk was planning to that's when i checked out <laughs> Isn't he supposed to have like some sort of like supercar, super train that connects New York to LA in like a matter of like the time it takes for a hot pocket to cool off or something? That's what he said back when we started this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Where's that at? Those kids are still in that cave, and uh, he hasn't even got those out. <laughs> Nigga didn't even send down a happy meal. He just talked. He called the person that was going to save him a pedophile and then get off Twitter for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the fuck get, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, bro. End world hunger. The fuck does that even mean? How do you expect to end world hunger? I don't know. Feed people. Does he understand how that works? Well, all right. So he's he's saying that because people have said before it only takes, I think, like four billion dollars to end world hunger or something like that. Like that's like the hypothetical yeah, cap. <laughs> No, that's why that's why he it's not even like a smart pl- like honestly if I was a billionaire I would do some arrogant shit like that too. Be like, "Oh yeah, I'll put the money up. Y'all just have to do all the work." So, you know, you you set it up and then I'll give you the money when you guys are ready. And that'll never happen, so he's it's not even like it's not even bluffing. It's just him I don't know. He thinks he's calling someone else's fake. Yeah, he's just stirring shit up. What's something that he could actually do? Do you know Teslas actually are only will only age to be about ten years old? Yeah, makes perfect sense. You know, what what luxury car even lasts longer than like eight years if you actually drive it? Well, that's the thing. You're not supposed to actually drive them. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed. No, to- the battery inside the Tesla is actually like they're like set to expire like after like about like eight to ten years. So roughly, they last eight to ten years. Sure, I'm, I'll and take the, your word the for price it. of replacing the bri- the battery is equivalent to essentially buying a new Tesla. And that's the same like the the shit that they use to make the batteries is like worse. I mean, it's as bad as uh, I mean, obviously oil's bad for the environment, but they're using like fucking child labor and slavery and shit to like get the fucking shit they need for the those uh. And the emissions that they use to make the actual like car itself is equivalent to just driving a like a, a gas power car. Yeah. So whatever, man. <laughs> Elon Musk um, is uh he's he's one of, he's gonna end up being one of the more interesting people in history. 
because yeah. he's just kind of a Shout- he's just kind of a troll, <laughs> but he's like a rich troll. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, yeah, I'd get Grimes pregnant if I had the opportunity. I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Hey, we're about thirty minutes I in, wouldn't. so we could talk about I, stuff I that would. <laughs> we... <laughs> sorry, Go really? Because that seems like kind of your wheelhouse, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, that is your time. really. <laughs> yeah, I gotta come clean. I don't even know what Grimes looks like. <laughs> I just figured to know. Oh, let me. I'm gonna Google Grimes. Well, uh, kind of uh, transitioning off of that in a really um, not cohesive way. Um, None of this. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Are you being objective about something? Whatever. Well, that's the thing. It depends on what picture you're looking at. (laughs) This woman really changes her look up day to day. That's why I like her. Anyway, um, Alex is actually, uh, I mean, I don't, again, I don't want to jinx it, but it sounds like you really are moving. I just had a couple of questions for you. Um, we talked about mm-hmm. like the actual process of moving last week, but I just want to have like more of a kind of a philosophical conversation about this. Um, you've, you've kind of made the decision and it seems like you've been um, <clears throat> telling friends and family about it. How has it been telling people that you are making a upward move in your career um, both salary and quality of life wise, and uh, also kind of following your dreams as well. Are people are are your friends and family happy for you? Yeah, it's funny. So I'm a, it's uh, again not flexing at all, but I'm like kissing six figures pretty much with this job, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a very good job. Um, you know, hours kind of suck. It's whatever, uh, and it's in New York. You know, biggest city what in the country that's correct um, yes so uh you know i tell everybody this and no one is no one's proud of me <laughs> no one everybody's <laughs> everybody's been super practical and it's really just harsh in my mellow like it's not like i'm about to like go there and make forty two thousand dollars like i'm going there and making like a really pretty penny and i get it i do get it like you know cost of living and everything but like no one's been like congratulations dude or it is a congratulations but you know i just couldn't live in new york it's so dirty there's rats bitch there's rats in cincinnati too what are you talking about that's so stupid <laughs> Oh, I couldn't live there because there's just so many people. Yeah, good. Then don't live there. I don't. <laughs> no one told you to live there. I'm just excited to kind of watch, like, like I I just remember being in that position where like I had accepted a job to come to Honolulu. And I thought people would be happy for me because I was really excited about it myself. Everybody's like, oh, Hawaii, man. It's really expensive out there and you're going to be so far away from everything. And, and, uh, I heard they like, don't really like, like people like moving there that aren't like from there and like all this. I was like, nigga, what? It's palm trees, bro. Like <laughs> the the ocean is right. 87 degrees and it's three minutes from my apartment. Why, why can't you just have nice things to say? Also, I'm not right. moving to a rival gang neighborhood. Like I'm just, <laughs> just going. <laughs> I'm going to a place that most people. All, you know, if you walk down the street in New York and you ask five people where are you from, only one will say from New York. Oh, best so case. like I best don't. Best case. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I don't know what what it, do probably do the same in Honolulu. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I yeah, exactly. So I don't know where people. It's it's just honestly, it's that hometown mentality that people have, and it's that other like mentality of like you know like what the percentages of people that actually end up moving back into the home that they grew up in. It's like seventy to eighty percent of people actually end up doing that. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, I believe it though. It is, I know hella people that have at least done it for a period of time already. But I mean, it's just because it's safe, and I get it. I really do because I mean, like, uh, I, I, I'm in my mid twenties. I have a really good job, and if I wanted to play it safe and you know do it right, I would just simply stay where I'm at. But mm, no, mm. fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> no. My ew. Yeah, my thing is always. Oh. Been, like half the shit that people like uh kind of give you shit for when you move somewhere is like the shit that makes my dick hard. Like <laughs> I'm going to show up somewhere and not know anybody and have to figure things out from scratch. That's a fucking dream. That's my favorite thing to do. I love not knowing anybody and I love like I don't know where the grocery store is. I don't know where to fucking get my car fixed. I don't that's the fun part. So like I I just hate this goofball fucking mentality. I'm happy for you. I'm very happy for you first of all. And second, I just, I get wild confused when you say something's like, hey, so I'm doing this thing that's objectively good for me and good for my life, and I'm happy about it. And people's first reaction is like, ew, well, here's six things I dislike about the great thing you just told me, but I guess good for you. Like, y'all y'all are weird, man. Weirdest shit ever. Where are you going to go to the grocery store? The fuck if I know? Where are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna park your car on the street? Yes, that's where it parks. <laughs> you could move there. Then you just you got the general gist. I, it's just it's fascinating. And the same stuff that they all are like scared of. As soon as they re- realize that you figure it out, it's the same thing that they're all like super impressed by. Like it doesn't take that much effort to just you know try stuff. 100%. You know what I mean? I also, I'm excited for, uh, so like you're at this stage, give it about two months and everybody's going to pop up like, Hey, when, what weekends are you free? I want to come visit you. What are you? And you're going to be like, ew, no, actually, no, we're cool when yeah. we're in the same city, but like you coming to stay in my apartment for a while. Nah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah. I'm excited for that too, to be honest. Um, that's why I'm kind of like thinking about just like uh keeping it to the studio and just going like yeah no it's just i i don't have any room for you um (laughs) you know these new york apartments you know they're pretty small uh you can get a hotel and you know we could get lunch maybe sunday before your flight exactly that's uh, my favorite (laughs) is getting lunch in my city (laughs) do you know a good spot yeah i totally do let's get lunch and then let's not (laughs) because you sleeping on my couch doesn't sound that fun but Lunch? When's your flight? Let's do let's do it right before that flight. I'll take you to the airport right after, actually. <laughs> yeah. Evan, were you about to say something? I was, but y'all were just having a conversation, so I should let y'all rock. No, go ahead. I'm good. It's not it's not organic anymore. Uh, oh, it doesn't matter about being organic or not. <laughs> Have you listened to this podcast before? 
Just, I mean, next no. the, the first time somebody asked to come visit that was talking a little weird to you when you told them that you were moving, just be like, ah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of rats here. I don't know. I don't think you would like it. <laughs> it's, it's really cold. It gets really cold, so I don't think you would like it here. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about leaving, having an awful time. <laughs> Evan was actually a little bit practical, I, I guess, with some of the things he told me about. Yeah, I mean, I gave you practical advice. But that's also because I know you. Well, also, Evan, I, mean, I feel like you actually do have good input on this because you were 100% one of the people in the position where you got out of college, you got a really good job and a really good fucking situation going on. And I remember being around you and hearing everybody talk crazy about it. Uh, vaguely, yes. I had a good trial run, yeah. I didn't I didn't get to relocation. Once if that happened then it probably would have had to like settle down a little bit, which it wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. No. The only thing I, I really have to say on this is um uh getting a good job is uh is and trying to think that you're gonna get congratulated on it doesn't happen. Um it's like I don't know if you've ever been like like around like a bunch of family or like been at the barber shop and like you just tell like someone like, Yeah, I just got this job making such and such, doing such and such. Like, oh that's great. And like some guy just walks in like, Yeah man, I'm a I'm the car grabber dude at Kroger now. Everyone loses their mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You would you would have think that, that guy just got his doctorate. You would have think this man just shook hands with the president. No, this dude just became the cashier, um, the third shift cashier at McDonald's. Losing their goddamn mind. <laughs> you know, actually, that's. I think you just stumbled on, like, the core of sociality. Because I think, like, think about it. Like, it's people that are, like, at your level that, like, when you say, like, oh, I'm, I'm like, really killing it. Like, I got, like, I improved my life. That's when they get upset. I remember the shittiest jobs I ever worked where I was, like, fucking. I remember there was, like, one summer where I was basically, like, I would literally go up and set like in, set up inflatables for like kids parties. It was, we would just show up in a van. It was me and like four junkies, and it was always I had a, it was a great job, honestly. But anyway, those were the only people that were ever happy for me when I had good news. When I was like, "Hey, I got into a good college. I'm gonna be moving away." Like they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so fucking happy for you." Like those people, the people that were making fucking eight twenty five with me, those people were happy for me. But for some reason, the people like. You know, they're telling me about their job they got in Columbus where they're making, you know, 50K. And then I say I'm in Honolulu and I'm going to be making it. That's what that's the people that want to talk crazy. Like, oh, but aren't you? It's going to be hot all the time. You're going to not even appreciate good weather anymore. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then I keep hearing, you know, oh, cost of living and blah, blah, blah. You're actually making fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I just remember to this day I was in the barber shop. This is the last time I saw this barber. I told him how I like got like a decent internship with like a Fortune 500 company doing such and such, and it's like that's great, Evan. I'm it sounds really good. Guy walks in, just like, he's like, what's up, Uncle bro? I gotta get a cut, man. I got this interview with a Kroger across the street. I'm doing doing some uh, doing some like packaging and whatnot. It's like that's so great. Like his <laughs> his face lit up. You would have think that this man just said, "I just saved your baby from a fire." It, <laughs> Everyone in the in the barber shop was just literally like patting this dude on the shoulder. He had like this biggest grin on his face, and you would just think that this man just like just discovered like slicing bread. All right, but that's kind of like when they put the autistic kid in the basketball game and he hits a three. <laughs> like you're supposed to score, Evan. You you're on the team. 
But when they put the, you know, the guy that sits at the end of the bench and he hits a three, everybody's going to lose their shit because they didn't expect him to even score, let alone be in the game. I understand your analogy. I understand there's levels to this shit. But at the end of the day, anytime I see a black man succeed, that's a fucking good thing. Like, and especially I just like if it's my friend, I just don't understand like people that are close friends. And it's not like there's some suspect people or anything. It's just like if your natural reaction to good news is like what's bad about it that I can say right back, that's some weirdo shit. Yeah, and I mean, I understand I should be realistic, and I understand that, like, you know, especially with jo- Joe, you hit this one, you hit the you, you hit the donkey square on the face with this one, uh, and, you know, you, you were just saying, like, who actually likes their job? Like, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's the craziest shit, like, oh, you don't even know, you don't even really know what you're going to be doing. Nigga, who, who goes to, who's happy to go to work? What are you talking about? What do you? What I think you honestly, doing? honestly, I think it's in like, it's in my favor that I don't give a fuck who's the vice president of of this job. I don't care about what any accolades any sort. I've never cared about that. Have you ever seen where people kind of like flinch up when they realize they're talking to like a higher up at a job or something like that, or they always like you know try to act all proper and stuff? I've never understood that. It 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 just looks so weird. Yeah, like you're talking to someone that's like the regional director of blah blah blah. It's like who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Dick, dick riding doesn't get you that far. And yeah, and that's another thing too. Like don't a job is not the type of relationship where you're going to get something from it by being super loyal to it and like loving it every day and that sort of shit. Like those niggas will fire you so goddamn fast if they realize you can make an extra penny, bro. It's not that deep. Just just rock with it while you got to rock with it and learn to relate positively to the shit you're doing. But lo- like, I don't know, the motherfuckers are always talking about you got to love your job. No, you don't. You have to love your love your life first and then figure the job, like let the job shit like be a variable in that. But you're going to talk to me about like, oh, you shouldn't take that job because I don't know. It's a, you know, it might not be perfect. But nigga, no job is perfect. Jobs suck. Going to work sucks every day. I, I don't know what my dream is, but whatever it is, if I was doing it for eight hours every day, I'd be sick of it after a while. That's just how this shit goes. Mm-hmm. But if I can do that shit in New York work. and not fucking, you know, Ohio, then I, I, that, that's an easy decision for me. You can stay by your mom's house, so that, that's fine. I'm not... <laughs> That's that's not a priority of mine. I'm 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 gonna be out here. We get to our we get to our segments here in a second. All right, bet. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to go. I don't think we really had a topic list this week. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do light skin in a week. Uh, Boss bitter. I'm a hard hitter. Yeah, I'm light skin, but I'm still a dark nigga. Light skin a week is just where we uh, like to shout out someone that's light skin. Doesn't have to be light skin, could be anybody. Um, do you guys want to go out here first? Uh, yeah, mine's Mark Zuckerberg. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it, we didn't talk about this, did we? <laughs> that was the one thing I actually did want to talk about. Go ahead, Evan. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg recently uh, came out and said that he will be changing the Facebook parent company to Meta. Um, Meta will encompass Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, and whatever else falls beneath the Facebook subsidiary, yada, yada. Um, while saying this, he has a bottle of sweet baby rays on his, um, on his, <laughs> on his bookshelf. <laughs> just, just keep his books up. 
I don't know if that's the aesthetic, but you know what? Whenever I get my next bookshelf, guess what's going to be right there on the on, on there? Sweet that's, baby race. That's a really good call, actually. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I have a bookshelf in my TV stand, and I'm still going to do it because that's fucking hysterical. The funny thing is, like, I don't know if it's there on purpose. I don't know if he legit just needed to hold up some books, and the only thing he could get is a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's. Either way, it's fucking amazing. Bruh, the more you think about it, the less it makes sense, though. <laughs> there's, no, there's no situation where that makes sense. There's literally nothing. Like, you, you were unpacking the groceries and your books fell over, so you looked as like, all right, so I have an avocado, a loaf of bread, and Sweet Baby Ray's to put back, so I'm just going to go ahead and put this here as a placeholder. And then seven years later, you're like, oh, whoops, I didn't think people would notice that. Or he was just eating chicken nuggets and also likes to, like, you know, read at the same time. I don't... Like, <laughs> does he does he dip the... Does he eat the books? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> You know, he's not he's not helping that little case that people say that he's a robot. Oh, absolutely not. Well, because that's what I think happened also, is that he so, just picked it up and was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to put it here. <laughs> and it looks like it didn't fall down. So it definitely belongs there. Also, so is the name of Facebook changing the meta? No, it's going to still be Facebook. Oh, okay. I thought I was going to change the medic because a, a lot of black aunties were going to be very confused. No, the the whole Facebook itself is going to be still Facebook, Instagram, still going to be Instagram. Just the parent company itself is going to be Meta. It's a uh, it's weird the timing of this brand change. <laughs> uh, there's no need to go into it, but it just seems a little convenient. Much like the the fucking. Washington football team retiring that number on the day they did. It's like, huh? <laughs> so why why are we doing this right now? Are you talking about with all the lawsuits and yeah, stuff they're facing? Yeah. Like right when they're getting in trouble for making every teenager have fucking bulimia, <laughs> they're just like, oh, we're a meta now. By the way, <laughs> yeah, that was so stupid. They were like, they're like, there is no data that says that we're linked to teen suicides or anything. Is like, they he did it on Facebook. What do you? <laughs> He did it on your on your on your social media platform. What do you mean it's not linked to you? He got on Facebook just to kill himself. His literal suicide <laughs> note was posted on your server, bro, and it said if it wasn't for Facebook, I'd be fine. <laughs> Have they even got into the fact that whole terrorist groups use their like use Facebook as a group chat? Bro, I was Hey, they're equal opportunity <laughs> employ I don't know. <laughs> I was reading a uh, I was reading an article about how like India has so many different ethnic groups and shit that like um like Facebook is the only way that they ever were really able to like get in contact with each other and the fact that it like it does like poor translations of all basically it just like spread around a bunch of like ethnic hatred and propaganda in India that's caused like a tremendous amount of like war and turmoil and shit that like but like very easily can be tracked back to just Facebook spreading propaganda videos and not being able to flag them because there's too many dialects in India for them to be able to like translate it and knock it down Nigga's a goofball. <laughs> That's all going to change once Meta gets here, though. That's true. Let's hope. Um, my light skin of the week is uh, one Hazmat Chimeev. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy, but um, he's a he's a fighter in the UFC, um, fighting out of Sweden. He's originally from Dagestan, Russia. Or I'm sorry, not Dagestan. He's from Chechnya. 
Um, he's been in uh, four fights in the UFC. I don't know how much you guys know about the UFC, but they lock you in a cage with another man, and um, one of you just has to get up out of there. Um, that's the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> this young man has been in four fights in the UFC now, and um, he's been punched twice, and every single other person was either choked out or knocked out. So shout out to Hazmat. He's one of the few people where you can just look in his eye and you can tell that he's witnessed war crimes. And, um, yeah, I'm just excited for this young man's career. Um, he's absolutely petrifying looking. <laughs> he looks like something a nightmare. There's nothing more gifted than athletes who have actually witnessed, like, terrorists and war, like, warlords like just fuck up their village like yeah. not their country their village like <laughs> exactly like when you look at Nikola Jokic like play basketball and you have someone like who like like Devin Booker get in his face like bro you don't know the streets I'm from like bro he saw a warlord probably burn down his hut like that's uh, that's exactly that's you're, you're absolutely spot on there I was I just did a quick Wikipedia search of this young man he's 27 years old which means when he was around five the uh the uh Chechen wars happened in russia where basically like rebels were fighting off the soviet union um every day where they were just suicide bombing and lighting shit on fire and that's what he does those are his first memories that's what he grew up with so you really think you're going to lock this man in a cage with somebody and they're going to be scary because you know they they grew up in chicago it's not it's not going to work for you homie this man this man is going to this man is going to rip your face off and it showed he's uh He's punched these people in the face um, 227 times, and uh, two people have landed one. Two people have landed a punch on him. So shout out to yeah, Hosmer like, Chimaev. That was like my favorite thing about like watching like Triple G fight. Like you just can't hit him. <laughs> you just can't hit him. And you can the joy on his face when he gets a hold of your neck. Yeah. So anyway, it's all fun. It's all fun games till Jake Paul gets a hold of him. <laughs> He turned. He Jake Paul would have to relearn how to talk after being in in the ring with this young man. You see that he's fighting Tyson Fury's like brother, like half brother. Yeah, it's like his fucking nephew or something, or yeah, whatever. He's fighting his little cousin. Good luck. I, close enough. This nigga was on Love Island two years ago. Cool. Fight a boxer for fuck's sake. How many times do you have to fight before you fight a fucking boxer? Yeah, wait, he he fought someone that's like, he boxed someone that's an MMA fighter, and like the whole fight, he's trying not to do MMA moves, and then he, uh, who, who's the other guy he fought? Oh, Nate Robinson. Yeah. Um, he fought two five foot four, 37-year-old men that have never boxed a day in their life. Tyron Woodley was a good-ass champ, but the UFC's very different, but it's not the same sport. That man was an all-American wrestler, and he would choke people out. That's not his bag to box. Also, I think the funniest fight so far is when I saw, um, what's his name? His brother fight Floyd Mayweather. And he's just like, in his mind, he's just like, yeah, no, he definitely won. <laughs> that fought, boy didn't, he fought a man that was actively gambling while fighting. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> just, just this nigga literally whispered in his ear, yo, we, we have to make it, the, we have to make it all the rounds. Come on, get up. <laughs> You're almost there. <laughs> just give him, just give him one Mexican, bro. Just give him a 24 year old Mexican that's been boxing since he was 13, and just watch what happens. That's all I'm saying. They're just, right said just get in with Canelo. They're getting good just at get boxing. In with, just get in with Canelo just once. Just do no, Canelo can, once. No, Canelo. No, that is no, not worth Canelo's be, time. Someone say you should fight Andy Ruiz, and that. That's oh not my god, one. the Destroyer? Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> 
I, I know that Andy Ruiz is a fat boy that's kind of short and whatever. That man would punch a hole in the homie's face. It wouldn't even it wouldn't even be cute. Andy Ruiz has hands, bro. That man is not for play. He's, like, play. he's my favorite. He's like he's my favorite type of like because he's fat athletic. Yeah, like exactly. It's like what like a he's like what like a defensive lineman is. It's one of those dudes where yeah, he's, a, he's that fucking defensive lineman that picks up a fumble and for some reason he can still run sixty yards and and outrun wide receivers for that long. Like he's he's yeah. he's a big boy, but that motherfucker is way more athletic than he looks. You think Javante Davis would actually do it? Tank. Why would Tank waste his time doing that, bro? I get that the money is good, but like, didn't seriously. he call him out? He called him out. He called him out, didn't he? Again, okay, yeah. yeah, because he was jawing at him. But that's the thing. I get that Tank is five four, but Tank is a boxer. <laughs> Tank will light that motherfucker up. Mike Tyson was five ten fighting as a heavyweight, bro. Mike Tyson would be five ten fighting Tyson Fury if their eras lined up, and he would be fine. It's it's a different that, but- it's a different thing. Not just that, but Tank Davis, for someone his age, he has a really good hand on him. Like, really he's good. he's one of the people that you like. I I don't know. I I want. I'm curious what his upbringing was because he's one of those people that get in the boxing ring. He's still smiling ear to ear. Yeah, and it's one of those like very confident. It wasn't like, a happy I'm, one. It he did not. Oh yeah, I can tell. Home. <laughs> no, he's one of those dudes where it's like I don't know what you saw <laughs> or what's in the back of your head while you're training, but something's wrong, and that's why you're so good at this. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Where's tassels while he's fighting? And I don't. <laughs> the confidence that takes is fucking amazing. Where's Floyd's? He's Floyd's fighter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's on the money team. You got a you got a light skin, Alex. I can talk about fighting all day. Yeah. So shout out to people that witnessed war crimes as kids and now uh, fight professionally. <laughs> yeah, you seen Sergi Baca play like the old Sergi Baca? That was that's from war crimes. <laughs> uh. Do I have a light skin? Let me see if I can think of one off the top. I don't. I really don't, guys. I'm gonna be honest. I, I've been a. Uh... You know what? This is my light skin of the week. Apartments.com. That's my. That's my <laughs> light skin of the week. That's where I've spent majority of my time looking at New York apartments. Uh, that's my other light skin of the week. Is you New York New York apartments? Uh, boy, so I don't understand. Uh, in order to actually have a decent apartment in New York, uh, the cutoff is two thousand dollars and up. Is that what it is? Is that just how it that's, how it works? That's yeah, that's correct. If you want a one bedroom, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, after that, like it, as soon as you get to, you can get a two bedroom that's twenty two hundred. Uh, <laughs> nice as fuck. Just nice as fuck. <laughs> it just makes zero sense. I know. I zero. Sense. I was in that same boat when I moved out here. I wanted a one bedroom more than anything. I got it. It's expensive, but I went for it, and uh, it was, you know, it was all right. It was lovely, but then I was like, all right, if I just get one roommate, <laughs> now I have a hot tub and a pool and a sauna and a, and a workout room and a balcony that's ocean view, and I'm paying the exact same amount. I just had to accept that I needed a two-bed, two-bad, so, yeah. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, shout out to all you New York apartment people and stuff like that. About to rob me hand over foot. But honestly, though, high key, oh, well. this is the best stage, the stage where you haven't committed to anything yet, but you're still looking for apartments. That's the best part when you're still in the you're still in your like old bedroom and you're just you just get to imagine your life in all these different places. But you haven't actually had to commit to anything yet. That's the best part. 
Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's about to get really real in, within the next week or two. But but that's the thing. Uh, I know you got about a dozen, like, apartments where it's like, yeah, it's 2,700. But I'm just saying, like, look at these pictures, though. <laughs> it's got a fireplace. <laughs> yeah. No, there there's a couple There's a couple where it's like, it, like, well, the thing about New York is they tell you exactly what you can rent on each and every single one of these uh, applications and, like, before you even apply for it. Like, if your income is X, like, you're only allowed to apply for Y. So that's it. And like they don't give you a lot of wiggle room with it. I feel that. So uh now don't get me wrong, I qualify for a lot of them, but still like they 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 still just like uh they're they're very strict about that. Yeah. Well, I mean qualify and afford are two very different things. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't make that very clear at all, but I guess that's not their job. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like I mean this person is like he won't be homeless, but like he's going to be able to furnish this apartment with maybe like one lawn chair he finds on the street and ramen, but you know, he can pay for it. He already signed the lease. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to them. Uh you guys want to do game of the week? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, what you want about me? I'm still here. I'm living my life. I'm winning. I'm dreaming. I'm inspiring. I'm silly. So I work hard. I get mine. Alright, game of the week is just us you giving us uh is us us giving you advice. I mean, probably shouldn't listen to, but I don't know. Um, do you guys have anything? Yeah, I wrote down something. I don't want it to be dark. I'm just trying to be honest. Um, yeah, this is possibly advice for you moving to a new city, Alex. But kind of advice in general I'm learning. Um, if you really want to chase your dreams, um, do you get, uh, friends don't help. <laughs> it takes a lot of time to just be alone. Uh Having plans every night is like not good. <laughs> you got to have a couple of scheduled days where you stay your happy ass inside and work on whatever you're fucking trying to work on. Because, um, you know, being having plans every night is uh, it's it's not it's not necessarily a great thing. So just keep that in the back of your head. I think, at least. Yeah, you're right. You're you're hundred percent right. Uh, I think you don't really look too much into it about how much your friends tamper you from doing a lot of stuff. That little text that you get that's like on a Thursday going like, Hey, you want to go get a fucking hibachi or whatever that that's a, that's a pen in everything for the rest of the week. And you don't really realize it. 100%. <laughs> it's that extra $80 you spend because they wanted to hit happy hour. It's that extra six hours you go to because you know, they asked you to come over to play 2k. It's, it's uh you know, they hit you up and say, Hey, you want to hoop? It's like, yeah, I mean, I do. I do. And I do all those things. But then you look up and you're like, huh, I uh, have still not learned to play the piano and it's been two years. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Yeah. Consolation game of the week is uh, if someone walks up to you and says, give me all your money, you can just say no and walk away. <laughs> Results may vary with that, but uh, you can just walk away. I mean, if you don't have any money to give them, I mean, what what really are you losing? No, oh, you could just say no, because they they didn't believe me. So what happened was, quick story, and then we did one of the podcast. Uh, I get walked up to on while I'm in New York. Uh, I get asked for one dollar. I say I do not have one dollar, and he said, "Well, what if I put this gun up to your face?" And I said, "No," and I walked away. And. <laughs> 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 
You did it, big cousin. You solved robberies. <laughs> <laughs> was the sun up? I've yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. It was, it was uh, like Tuesday evening or something like that, and like it was raining a little bit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a decision. That's like the fifth time. That's like the fifth time that's happened to me where someone goes like, "Give me all your money," and I just like, "No," like you just, <laughs> and then like they don't, because <laughs> technically they didn't rob you. They asked you a question. <laughs> I'm gonna come clean. I don't. I've been put in like uncomfortable situations, but I've never like had somebody say, "Run your pockets." But honestly, I feel like. Most of the time that works. I feel like half the time it's more of a G check than it is. I feel like you got to know somebody that's got something to lose versus somebody that doesn't. Some people are like actually just crazy and will probably cut your face. But more often than not, it's just like, you know, they're just kind of G checking you. And if your dumbass just hands them your phone and, you know, all the all $40 you have in your wallet, that was an easy lick. And it's pr- barely even a crime if they just asked you a simple question. Yeah, again, re- results may vary, but if someone walks up to you and says, "Give me your money," what it, they actually didn't really rob you. They they <laughs> they just said, "Give me your money," and you gave them your money. Yeah, they just looked at you and were like, "He's probably not from New York," <laughs> and they asked, and you're like, "Nah, yeah. son, I'm good." And they're like, "Oh, okay, never mind." <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> so this is Alex. <laughs> All right, this is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. Look out for us on. Uh, youtube um we have a twitter page we have an instagram page i'm not going to tell you to follow them if you don't want to because they're not that active but you should anyway because we'd appreciate it this is evan one day one day soon keep saying it but one day soon we'll be active on all these socials All I do is stare Oh, oh babe I'm about to make my way Over there oh, As soon as I get to your room Girl, you better show me something Woo. Teasing me won't do Girl, I need my teeth on something No need to lock no doors Ain't gonna need no phone Cause I know how to get straight to you Oh, baby, my cell phone's About to hit the trash to be some trouble, girl, bounce to hit the bat. I'm gonna give you 12 rounds, I'm gonna make you mad. I'm gonna make you bounce for me. You know that we bounce to be, baby. Freaky things we gon' do right here, girl. On the floor, on the bed, everywhere. Girl, you know I'm about to go hard on you. I'm gonna make you bounce for me. You know that we bounce to be, baby.